knives, machetes, saws, and shears, multi-tools, shovels, swords, axes, spears, hatchets, and tomahawks. If it cuts, snips, slices, or chops, Midway USA has it. Find great gift ideas in our huge selection of pocket knives and other everyday carry folding knives. Make a statement or create a family legacy with one of our top-of-the-line hunting knives. We've got a great selection of manual and electric sharpeners, too. For just about everything for the outdoors, check out MidwayUSA.com. Whether you're just looking to stay warm during a hunt or need maximum concealment, the clothing you wear can make or break a hunt. At MidwayUSA.com, we understand hunting clothing has come a long way with more meticulously crafted camo patterns, advanced scent control technologies, and weatherproof options to withstand the elements. Hunters have to wait until their favorite season, but shouldn't wait on gear, which is why Midway USA offers super fast shipping. When you're ready for your next system, log on to MidwayUSA.com. This upcoming concert season will be all about the boots, and Tecovis is your stop for the best in Western style. Tecovis has seasonal and limited edition offerings this spring and summer, including men's and women's boots, apparel, hats, bags, and more. All Tecovis boots are made by hand in a time-honored tradition with timeless styles that are always on trend. And Tecovis has first wear comfort with little to no break-in period. It's hard to find this level of comfort paired with this level of style. Stop by your local Tecova store, have a complimentary drink or two, that's WCB style, and shop new styles. The smell of fresh leather and friendly staff are at your service. Many stores even have leather custom branding to make your boots truly personalized. And with regular live music and events, there's no in-store experience like it. If you can't make it into a store, just visit tecovas.com. That's T-E-C-O-V-A-S.com. They offer free shipping on all boots as well as free returns and exchanges and ship right to your door. Go to tecovas.com and find your new favorite pair of boots today. Everybody, this is Captain Jeff. Thanks for tuning in to today's podcast. Our sponsors for today are Kettle and Fire. Kettle and Fire makes bone broth, Kato soups, and classic soups. This stuff is like healthy, you know, for a healthy lifestyle. If you're into like a healthy gut, um, a healthy complexion, a better immunity system, this is a good health food for you. If you'd like to order from Kettle and Fire, enter the promo code WAYPOINT to get 15% off on any order. This bone broth is hard to make, and it's definitely worth the time and energy to get out to Kettle and Fire. Use the promo code WAYPOINT. Also brought to you by the Boatyard in Fort Lauderdale. You can go by car, or you can go by water. Enjoy the nautical atmosphere, a great menu, and everybody has a great time at the Boatyard in Fort Lauderdale. Clear the airways. The Lunker Dog is on the air. Are you ready? This is the Real Guy Podcast. Hey, everybody. Welcome to the Real Guy Podcast. I got Norm Beck off of Finest Kind Fishing Charters in the studio tonight. Norm's a longtime Fort Lauderdale resident. His family actually started the water taxi service in this town. Norm, great to have you in the Lunker Dog Studios. Thank you. I appreciate being here. And, you know, even, even despite my past, we're, we're still friends. Oh, dude. <laughs> friends friends is uh is is not hard when um when you basically think alike, um grew up alike and um have the same type of priorities. But this week was pretty interesting. I haven't I haven't spoken to Norm in a couple three weeks. We've um we got together during this downtime and did a little bit of marlin fishing together. So we've been able to spend some good quality time together. And then, of course, um, on Norm's fourth marlin episode of this year, I could not go with him because I was working. And up comes 
the man yep. in the blue suit. Yep, it happened. It happened. I had a guy that uh, wanted to take his son from uh, from up north. He's a tuna fisherman. Uh, wanted to take his son out fishing, and they wanted to catch some some dolphin for dinner. And you know, I'm, okay, let's go marlin fishing. <laughs> of course, we caught our dolphin and we caught a wahoo. Um, but uh, we were in 800 feet off of Hallover, and uh, you know, I'd, I'd been reading on some of these old timers on the old castaways page uh about these guys dragging uh ballyhoos with red skirts right so in honor you know to to honor those guys i put a ballyhoo with a red skirt it was, it was you'd be surprised how hard it was fun to find a red skirt in this town too really yeah oh yeah um nobody uses them and uh, but i finally came across a pack and uh put one out on the left flat and we got into about 800 feet off a of haul over, and here he comes roaring up the left flat and piled all over it. He did everything he could do to commit suicide. I did everything I could do to make him commit suicide and finally got a good solid hook set on him and uh, came up jumping and we pulled the hook. You know, just simple as that. Probably you know, not a real big fish, about 125, maybe 140. Yeah, uh, but uh, you know, it's still the man in the blue suit, nonetheless. Well, dude, I mean, I mean, in this day and age, fishing for one of those and then having one come up in your spread deserves a congratulations. So, congratulations, I, good I job. I appreciate it. I appreciate it. Yeah, you know? maybe next time the hook will stick, and then we can get like you know photos and video, and then we can like you know really have a blue marlin party for yeah, it. Absolutely, absolutely. And you know, Woody, uh, Woody pulled the hook on one yesterday. Really. Yeah, yeah, does not surprise me. Some of the yeah. smaller dolphins are showing up in big numbers, yep. and um, yeah, um, Abby got one, you know, on Bouncers Dusky Thirty Three yeah. not too long ago. A couple other guys <coughs> raised them. T.J. Ralph actually went out with Busaka the other day, and those two nerds got in their first um, session. Yeah, got I their heard, first I session. That. I was I proud that. of them. I saw that. Yeah, so that's good. And um, but the big topic this week is the boat ramp again. Oh man. What the frick is going on at the 15th Street Fishing Pier? Let me tell you what, okay? It's, it's it, you know, first of all, I, would you, let me ask you a question. Would you fish at a bus stop? Okay, because that's pretty much what you got when you go to the boat ramp, okay? You know, it's a boat ramp. It's not a fishing pier. You call it a fishing pier, but it's a boat ramp, okay? And I know why you call it the fishing pier, but you know what? It, it, it may as well be, okay? Um, and I, I hate to say it, but I think it's time to get control of that situation. There are entirely too many people that go there and fish. And now it has become a real problem. Uh, you know, that's a nice facility. And it's an expensive facility. Right. And, you know, uh, there's a lot of people that drag their boats down there and use the ramp. Right. And the people that are fishing there are really becoming a problem, okay? Then there's there's multiple problems. The first of which, the main one is, number one, they trash the facility. Right. Okay? They use those expensive picnic tables, and they are expensive. That's, you know, that's re- reclaimed uh, plastic. Well, if the, okay. city, if the city bought it, I'm sure it wasn't cheap. No, it's it's a everything there is it's a really nice facility, but they use those picnic tables to cut their bait on. Okay, you you go there in the morning and there's dried squid and scales and hooks and just it's just totally trashed. Okay, right. I mean you got to get a tetanus shot to sit on one of those benches. Right. Okay, 
And then when they go there and they're fishing, you got tons of lines, fishing lines that are out there, and you wrap them up in the prop. I I don't even know how much mono and braid I've pulled out of my underwater gear. Okay, now they're so contemptuous for the boats that actually have to use that facility that they won't even pull the lines out of the water. Well, see that 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 is where um, that is where the line was drawn for me. Yeah. Like like for the longest time, people have fished at the ramp. Even long time. Even years ago, there used to be um, signs saying no fishing. But the ramp was a great place for like the kids in the neighborhood to stop stop by and get bait yeah. or to fish off the sure. seawall. And everybody that did put a line in the water at the boat ramp was very conscious of the people using the boat ramp. They didn't disrespect the ramp. They didn't disrespect the ramp, and they were they knew that it was a boat ramp first. Right. Exactly. The biggest issue that I have now. And it doesn't, it's not just limited to the 15th Street Fishing Pier, but it's the, the complete lack of respect for the fellow fisherman and neighbor. Yeah. The guy that's putting his, his boat in the water should have respect from fishermen that would be on the dock. Right. Without that respect then the answer is no fishing. Absolutely. I have always been the biggest advocate of places for people to fish by land. But being the advocate for people to fish by land, I just took the respect factor for granted. Yeah, and and it's gone now. It's totally gone. It's gone. Okay, it's totally gone. And, you know, I'll tell you what's even worse, okay, is now these guys that are fishing this ramp, Okay, some of these guys, I think they're, I think they're purposefully at this point now, disrespecting the boaters. Okay, I saw. Let me tell you, let Eric me tell is you, Aaron is in its purest form for sure. No, let me tell you what. The other day, I was coming down. I was, I was, uh, I was coming down the canal, and I live on that canal. I live on Fifteenth Street. I keep the boat on 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 that canal, and um, I was coming down the canal, and I had Ace the dog in the boat with me and he's standing up on the cooler okay and that's you know that's just his perch that's where he that's that's where he keeps yeah that's his spot okay and some guy starts yelling at me from the rent now mind you i keep my distance if i don't have to use the ramp okay and i don't have to dock there and drop people off or pick somebody up i pretty much try to keep my distance right okay now if there's other boats there, you know, they're coming down the other side of the canal. I might have to get a little bit closer. But on this particular day, I was way over to the south side of the canal. Okay. And this guy starts yelling. Don't you know this guy had thrown his line all the way across the canal towards the pilot station. Right. Okay. Because that's the holy grail of the ramp is to be able to hit that, that area right there. Okay, he he fired too far and wrapped his line around the bow rail of a docked boat. Mm-hmm. Okay, and he had it he had it pulled tight. I was going into the sun, so I couldn't see the line. It was braid, so it didn't reflect like mono would. Right. Okay, and the next thing I know, there's braid going across my dog's back. Okay, I. I mean, I couldn't believe what I was looking at. 
I stopped the boat. I jammed it into reverse, which isn't healthy. Okay. Grabbed a knife, ran up there, and slashed the guy's line so that he wouldn't hook the dog. <laughs> yeah. Okay. No, and, I mean, and it gets better because then he started yelling at me for cutting the line. For cutting his line. <laughs> I, mean, I mean, you can't make this up. And you have to laugh about it because there's a police station adjacent to the ramp. I mean, they share the same location. And I mean, I'm not, I know it's not the police's fault. But well, it's not illegal, so it, they can't enforce it. No, that's not illegal. But drinking at the ramp, cutting fish on the tables, smoking weed in public. Yeah. Dude. There, there's definitely ways. There's fucking. There's ways that they could clean it up. No is doubt. There, all right, let me ask you a question. Is there any place in downtown Fort Lauderdale where more badges hang out than the 15th Street fishing ramp? Dunkin' Donuts. Besides Dunkin' Donuts. <laughs> right, there isn't one. No. We have Homeland Security that hangs out there. We have FWC that hangs out there. Yeah. We have the Coast Guard that uses the ramp frequently and hangs out there. DEA. We have DEA that is there. We have the cops who dock their boats there. Mm-hmm. Yep. My dad always taught me that if you do the little things right, then you won't have big problems. Yeah, now we have big problems. We got big problems yeah. because there's people that are camped out at the ramp, the wrong type of people yeah. that are arrogant and are, let's, I'll say it, they're aggressive towards the boaters at this point. Absolutely. Not getting out of their way, giving you the looks. Dude, the looks that the people give me for using the boat ramp yeah. makes me nervous when my clients show up. I, I would not want to pick up a client at that boat ramp right now. Unfortunately, my business... Um, I forget clients. I wouldn't want to pick anybody up from that boat ramp. Well, anybody that uses that boat ramp will use the docks in front of the police station just to stay away from the element yeah. from where the you're supposed to use the, the docks. Yeah. There's a floating dock there that is specifically yeah they're for handicapped people to use the ramp and to board boats right and they sit on that particular dock like they own it yep and won't get out of the way when oh, i've seen 10 people i've seen 10 people all with lines in the water right there and you know listen i'm, I'm not trying to disparage the 1911 is one of the most iconic firearms in history designed by john browning the 1911 was the standard-issue sidearm of the U.S. military from 1911 to 1985. While Colt produced the original, almost every major firearm company has produced its own version. It's wildly revered for its reliability, crisp trigger, and is still a favorite for all types of shooters. Whether you're looking to buy or build a 1911 and just about everything for guns, log on to MidwayUSA.com. Somebody from wanting to fish from shore, okay? That's not where I'm going with this, okay? I will say, however, and I, <laughs> this is the truth, okay? That's a terrible fishing spot. Well, it's a great spot if you don't mind freaking keeping undersized fish, which they do all day long there. Well, that's, that's another issue, okay? <laughs> exactly. And, but, but the fact of the matter is, is that's a terrible fishing spot, okay? Why would you want to go and fish at a spot that uh, the fish are all undersized if you catch one at all? Okay, because right. it, it, it's not that good there. You got boats coming and going. You got cars coming and going. You got all kinds of people there. 
okay? It's just not a good spot. There's all kinds of other spots. There's bridges. There's underneath bridges. You know, when I was a kid coming up, like, well, both of us, okay, we fished all along the canals, and we fished bridges, and we fished piers, and the beaches, and the jetties. You know, there's so many more productive places, okay, that I could think of. When I was younger, I would never even think about fishing the ramp other than to go there to net bait. Right. Okay? And that's about the only reason. You know, and all those, and and unfortunately, what I hate, I hate to say it, um, but you know, like all our all the grouper videos, that didn't do that place any good. No, it didn't. Okay. do it didn't do it any good. But it was a fucking joke, and people that go down to the ramp and fish like it's yeah. a fishing destination. Right now, they think it's a fishing destination. These people are a joke. Yeah, these people are arrogant. These people are hostile. <clears throat> These people are do not care about what the city has provided for them. They treat it like shit. They disrespect everything. They leave their stuff all over the place. It's a great place for the homeless to hang out. Oh, there, and there's definitely there's definitely vagrants. You see them walking down 15th Street. Uh, you know, and I, like I said, I mean, I live on 15th Street. This is not an element that I want in my neighborhood. Well, this is what I mean. That if the if the if the authorities would do the little things right. Yeah. Then we wouldn't have a major problem, and we wouldn't be talking about it like this. No, of course. Let me ask you another question, Norm. When you get braid wrapped up in your gear, your underwater gear, yeah, and you have to pay a diver to go down there to get it off, mm-hmm. how much is the bill? Um, eighty-five dollars. Eighty-five bucks. Yeah. And this. If is- I use Billy, it's a hundred. I hope you're listening to this, Billy. <laughs> <laughs> but I mean, people don't people don't get that. You know what I mean? Like. Do you think anyone, anybody that has one of those badges down there understands that at any given point it's going to cost you 100 bucks? Well, you know what would make more sense to them? Okay, the answer to your question is no. They don't think about that. But you know what, what would occur to them if they thought about it for just an instant? Okay, it's a hazard to safe navigation. Well, that would be okay? a Coast Guard thing for sure. Well, that it should and, be everybody. And police, but, but it should be everybody. It should be, okay? But any 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 marine PD law enforcement unit, okay? Those guys are trained to look for hazards to navigation. Well, I can't think of one that's more pressing on the 15th Street Canal than that boat ramp right there and those people fishing. Okay? How much mono was that mono or braid that you pulled out of your hub the other day? Well, it's funny, but it it's braid. And Jesus. Let me, let me tell you that story. That's an expensive... Well, let me tell you that story. Yeah. And this is what I'm getting at about, at this point, I'm starting to worry about dropping my clients off and walking them to the car. Mm-hmm. Because I was probably really cro- close to having a physical altercation about that. Really? Well, here's what happened. I pulled up to the ramp, okay? Mm-hmm. The guy had three lines out. Three. Three. Two of them had mono on it. Yeah. Which I could see. Yeah. The third one, which was laid in the grass with this rod tipped down, and I couldn't see, can't it, see it, had the braid on it. Yep. Therefore, I was not able to see it and make sure my prop didn't get in it. Yep. So when my prop got in the guy's braid, yeah. it basically took almost all the guy's braid off his reel. Good. Well, yeah. Good Ex- and bad. Except the guy came to me. And, and he blamed you. And was mad at me. <laughs> And was pissed that he lost forty or fifty dollars worth of braid, and him and, and I looked at him right in his face and told him, "Dude, if you would have got your rod and reel out of the way of the boat ramp, 
then maybe this wouldn't happen to you. And he looked at me in the face, and it was close there. It was a hairy situation. And that's what I mean, that if the authorities did the little things right down there, yeah. but they're going to wait till an altercation happens like they're that. They're going to wait, yeah. They're gonna and then wait. it's 50-50 whether I go to jail or not. Yeah, well, you know, and, 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 and the biggest problem there, okay, is they see you coming. They know you're coming. They know you, and you can't help but see me coming. Okay, I'm louder than a busted generator. Okay, you see that boat coming, you hear that boat coming. Okay, you can't help but notice that boat coming. Okay, and I had a guy, he saw me coming, I had people to drop off, he saw me make the turn, I couldn't see his line, and it got caught in the underwater gear. I said, Dude, I said, Didn't you see me coming? He says, Well, you're an asshole. Yeah, and I said, Well, now that you know that. The next time you see this boat coming, you pull your line out of the way. And I cut his line, too. I'm I'm telling you right now, I'll be the mad slasher at a 15th Street boat ramp. I'll cut them all. I don't care anymore. (laughs) Okay? You're going to be that stupid. You're going to be that arrogant. Okay? You You deserve to lose your gear. I'm done with it. It's open warfare as far as I'm concerned. Well, this is what the government would call an issue is escalating. Yeah. No, it's 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 definitely it's definitely escalating. Okay, it probably should escalate to the point where something gets done about it. That's why we're here talking about it, and it's high time that something does get done about it. That you know, let me tell you something. I knew Bob Cox. Okay, he's he rolling over in his grave right now. Absolutely, I know. Okay, name it something else. Name it the J.C. Watts boat ramp, dude. You are preaching to the choir here. Okay. Bob Cox was one of the best things. Everybody's at home going, who's J.C. Watts? Right. Well, <laughs> what they really need to do is figure out who Cox is because a lot of them don't know. Yeah. But it was he was got, a great mayor. Right. He was a great mayor. He cared about this town. Absolutely. He cared. He had more money than he knew what to do with. Yep. But he was more concerned about other people being able to take advantage of what we had to offer here in Fort Lauderdale than he cared about his money or anything else. Yep. Hence, naming a place Absolutely. like a boat ramp Totally deserving. And if he saw the disrespect that the people have yeah. that are using the facilities that's under his name, yeah. he would. He would be seriously pissed. And and you know what? You never wanted to see Bob pissed. <laughs> it was not it was not a pretty scene. Okay. And he was a guy that would just get something done and he would do something about it. He wouldn't let it fester to this point. Okay? You know? But you know, listen, times change, people change, but you know what? This is a great facility. We need to do something about it. And I think the people that, that go there and use those facilities with their boats, uh, they deserve a nice, clean facility. Heck, they paid for it. Right. Okay. And, you know, that's the other thing. Okay. The city is missing out on revenue because these scrapes, and that's what I'm going to call them, these scrapes. Okay. <laughs> they go down to the boat ramp. They destroy the place. And... You know the people that want to take their family out on you know on the on the on the boat for the weekend, uh, they got to go down there and look at that, right? You know, I mean, come on. Well, that, and we have another department that's totally tripping over its its own dick, and that would be the parking enforcement. Well, they're just losing money. Well, the, listen, the parking enforcement people. Okay, if you are late fifteen minutes at that boat ramp, you will get a ticket. Yeah. In the meantime. While they're writing you a ticket, they have 15, 20 cars 
sitting in spaces that are not supposed to be for anything right. but trailers yep. that are sitting there for the people that are fishing there. None of them get tickets. Or if they do get threatened to get a ticket, they're able to move their car. But the guy that just paid 20 bucks right. to use the ramp, if he's 15 minutes late, bam, $50 ticket. Oh, yeah, absolutely. Uh, you know, and, and that just means that there's fewer boats that can use that ramp, too. Do you know, for the longest time, um, Broward and Dade County were kind of the minority with boat ramp issues. But do you see the boat ramp issues that have gone on across the state in some of these small towns and stuff now? How Dude, about the it's keys? Almost, How about the keys? Well, the keys we know Whoa. is a clusterfuck. Okay. But, but I'm talking about places where we never thought would be a clusterfuck before, like Homosassa. Yeah. Or um, Port Charlotte area. Mm-hmm. I mean, places that are small towns yeah. that have huge boat ramp issues. Yeah. People parked on the weekends to wait for a place to open up so they can put their boat in the water for hours. Well, you know, and, and that happened down at Black Point, too, you know. And I kind of attribute to some, I, I attribute some of that to this whole shutdown, okay. It's kind of come to the forefront because so many people couldn't do so many other things. So they, the one thing that they wanted to do, which was take their boat out on the water, okay, they were shut down from doing that. And then when that opened up, everybody rushed to the boat ramp. Okay, yeah. so some of these issues came to the forefront, okay? But you know what? That's really got almost nothing to do with what's going on at the 15th Street boat ramp here uh, right now with all of these, you know, with all of these issues because that's been going on for a long time, years. No, you, you are right, but it is coming for these other places just like the traffic is, is coming to these other places. Oh, I see what you're saying. Yeah, like yeah, we yeah, never yeah. ever in yeah. a million years would have thought that we'd have this type of issue at the 15th Street boat ramp on the east side of Fort Lauderdale in the highest tax bracket in the state. Yeah. You would never think you would have that problem. Listen. But you do. The people in Port Charlotte never thought they would have these problems, but they do. The people in these small towns that are now seeing the mistakes that we made are now feeling the same fucking thing. Even on a good day, even on a good day, okay, boat ramps are a clusterfuck anyway, generally speaking, okay, well, because of the launching and all the other Googans, okay, and the inexperienced boaters and the people, you know, the Ham and Eggers and the, we- and, and the weekend warriors. The jet skiers, dude. The jet skiers. Oh, oh Jesus, don't get me started. But, uh, you know, but now you add this problem that we're having at 15th Street, Wow. Oh, it's just a... Dude, I mean, I'll get real cynical here. But the fact of the matter is government is failing on all cylinders, all the way down to the parking, all the way down to simple things like boat ramps. It's just complete and total failure. Abdication is what it is. It's failure. Okay. And the bar is so low. Yeah. The bar is so low. Yeah. Well, they're afraid to do something about it. How come they're afraid? Why don't they lead? Why don't they make an example that we can all live with? We need to make the ramp great again. We need to make the ramp great again. <laughs> that's what we're gonna name this. That's what we're gonna name this podcast. We need to make the ramp great again. Make the ramp great again. Yeah. Yeah. Norm, let's let's end it right there. That's a thirty-minute podcast. There you we go. Just freaking hit it right Bam. on the button. Thank, thanks for coming into Lunker Dog Studios. No thanks problem. for expressing your concerns. We gotta get out again and do this. Norm. 
real guys do real things. Yeah. Thanks for coming in. All right. And run that dog. Run that dog. <laughs> that was great. Spend your Saturdays with life on the water. Join Captain Brandon Simmons for fishing, diving, travel, and so much more. You want to succeed. You want to fish. You want to be one of the greatest. Oh, look at that thing, dude. Wow. Oh. <laughs> Let's see what kind of trouble we can get into today. Don't miss Life on the Water every Saturday night from 7 to 9 p.m. Eastern on Waypoint TV. <laughs> the destination for outdoor entertainment. You go out there and the fish are where you think they are. Any one of these casts could be the bite. It's the most exciting fishing that I know right here at Hawks Cave. Oh, that's awesome. Experience the best saltwater fishing the world has to offer. Don't miss Thursdays with Saltwater Experience. Brought to you by Golden Boat Lifts. Every Thursday night from 7 to 10 p.m. Eastern on Waypoint TV. The destination for outdoor entertainment. I'm Will Cooper, host of HuntStand's Make Your Mark podcast. For even more content, be sure to watch the original films from HuntStand Presents on the Waypoint TV channel every Tuesday at 10 p.m. Eastern. Visit waypointtv.com to learn more.